she's Elizabeth. And she's Jules. And, and this, this, this is Spaghetti Heads. Spaghetti Heads. <laughs> it's a full one. length it's a it's the full monty oh um so i thought it was really funny um i had actually pulled a couple of articles one kind of on the history of zodiac astrology because as we were talking about doing this episode we were like who came up with this idea (laughs) it wasn't cosmopolitan i don't think i mean maybe no but do you know how much they've probably profited profited off of it um, so much. They owe money to the Babylonians. For sure. Say. Mm. But another kind of like interesting thing that I, it's like a little bit shorter and then I'll go into the history. Mm-hmm. So I found an article on medical or from Medical Daily that says 29% of Americans believe in astrology, which I think is high. I don't think so. I feel like I always hear of people that care about that. Well, I feel like I hear people that are like, oh, I'm a this or I'm a that, so I'm this way. But, like, and maybe, of course, like, in surveys like this, people are self-reporting whether or not they believe. So, like, who knows? But, right. like, I would say all the, all day long, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a Taurus, so, like, that's why I'm this way. And I, like, like to talk about it. It's fun. But, like, do I actually, actually believe in it? Like, no. Like, I'm not someone that, like, looks up my horoscope on a regular basis to know what to expect. I'm a Leo. Life. I have anxiety. And I hate vodka. Like, what? But see, you and I are, is that a thing? The vodka part? You and I are super similar and, and we're very different signs. And I, there are certain parts of my sign that I identify with strongly and then certain parts I like don't see as much and like Same. we'll get into that. But, um, so the, um, Give when it I to went, me. Give me the well, history. When I went, when I went to do the history, I, there wasn't like. I found like the history of uh, Zodiac astrology in an article by Time. So it's pretty reputable, but they didn't have anything that talked about like how did they determine, you know, like the personality traits. So I kind of wanted to know about that. So that was, yeah. So that was this article in Medical Daily that I found. And I guess that um, many psychologists do believe that personality traits are associated with birth months. And like when you were born, but they also don't really know why necessarily, but there was like a couple studies they mentioned. So, um, there was a study in 2012 that found that, um, people born in January and February tend to be more creative, but, and then this is like left field, but also have a higher chance of being diagnosed with schizophrenia than people born at other times of, of the year. Is that and just based on of... statistics of people that have been diagnosed and they're like, okay, your birth date was within this range. It didn't say, like, why they came to that conclusion, but they did say that they assume the connection is likely due to the increased risk of, like, risky pregnancies during the winter months. So, more likely that, like, a mother could come down with the flu, which may affect the child. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I don't really, you know, know where they, why a flu would make you maybe schizophrenic. But then again, I'm not a psychologist, so don't ask me. I don't know the answer. Um And then there was a, I thought this one was really interesting. There was a study in 2013 done. It was published in the Journal of Social Sciences. And they did a random sample of 100 celebrities, just totally selected from different walks of life, 
Um, and they found that the astrological sign of Aquarius had the largest number um, in the sample. And then they increased their sample size to 200 and then to 300. And they found that the same trend remained. So basically, in all three cases, Aquarius was the sign where most of the celebrities were born. So I just thought that was interesting. There was no, like, why there. But, it is interesting. Um, Maybe they just tend to be a little bit more creative and confident and outgoing. Yeah, I would guess yeah. like creativity, confidence, outgoingness. I don't really know. Is outgoingness a word? <laughs> Probably not. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like, what the personality traits of, like, your typical celeb are. Because obviously a lot of them are, like, actors. So we're seeing them, like, play play parts. And we don't know them really as people always. But um, just thought it was, like, really interesting. But so kind of diving into the history, um, it's just an important thing to note. And I thought this was kind of funny because, like, it seems obvious. But it does mention this. Like, when you read around different horoscopes, like, if you get a Cosmopolitan or Us Weekly or whatever, and you page through, a lot of times it will mention predictions for what's going to happen to you based on the like movement of the stars but according to like time magazine and like science they're saying like it's important to remember that the earth is moving the stars are not moving right right (laughs) so um but the reason why the stars look like they're moving obviously is because the earth is rotating on its axis and it orbits around the sun so the stars look like they're moving during different times of the year um so astronomer Sten Odenwald is the director, or maybe was when this article was written, of citizen science at the NASA Space Science Education Consortium. He says that we don't really know who first came up with the idea of looking at things in nature and um, divining influences onto humans, but some form of astrology does show up in various belief systems from ancient cultures. So an ex- for an example... Like it connects to spirituality... China, in a way what do you mean like for some cultures it it connects to their spirituality like in a lot of ancient cultures different ancient cultures used nature and like the stars to affect their belief systems not necessarily like religious beliefs but just like the way that they believed things might happen so for example in ancient china noblemen would look at eclipses um as like a prediction or of a good or a bad time for their emperor but they didn't really use um like astrology to um predict lives of like other commonplace individuals so it was usually used to like predict how their leader was going to people that were in the limelight yeah yeah exactly um and then the Sumerians and the Babylonians so it was like around the middle of the second millennium BC they believed that watching the planets and the stars was a way to keep track of where the gods were in the sky which that sounds about right when you think about like ancient civilization that sounds like something right. they, would, they would do you know those Babylonians yeah typical casual um, and then the ancient Egyptians contributed to the idea that patterns of stars made up different constellations which is something I Love think that. that we still follow today um and it says through which the sun appears to move at specific times of the year. So, like, they believe the sun was moving mm. was moving these constellations around in the sky. Um, so then it's kind of believed that, like, all of these thoughts, the thoughts of the ancient Egyptians and their 
um, constellations and that the Babylonians talking about this is where the gods are in the sky and they watch the planets and the stars and everything. It all kind of came together when Alexander the Great conquered Egypt around 330 BC. And he was the king of the ancient Greek kingdom of Macedon. So kind of had all these different cultures kind of coming together and sharing their astrological beliefs, I guess. Um, but the Babylonians had already divided the zodiac into 12 equal signs by 1500 BC. And the signs that the Babylonians had already established, they have similar constellation names to the ones that we have today. So some examples are like the Great Twins, the Lion, and the Scales, which I okay. would assume the Great Twins is Gemini, the Lion would be Leo, the Scales, either Scorpio or maybe Pisces. I don't know. It doesn't say. Um, but it says that these were later kind of incorporated into Greek divination. So okay. I think the Greeks kind of like took over what they created and tweaked it a little bit. And then, so it was during the ancient Greek, the rule of the ancient Greeks that the 12 star signs of the Zodiac that we're pretty familiar with were kind of like established. Okay. And they were named after different constellations. This is really interesting. So they matched with the dates based on the apparent relationship between their placement and the sky and the sun. So I'm going to illustrate this for you. And it's very, this to me, I thought was really cool. So if you can imagine like a string or like a straight line drawn from like the center of the earth through the sun and pointing out into space, mm -hmm. like way just bond, like just shooting straight out. Right. Um, and then the earth is like orbiting around the sun, right? So the, the line is going to rotate and it's going to point to different constellations throughout the year. Oh my God. That's really cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So that's kind of why, um, that's why like during certain times of the year you had like this constellation and this constellation, this constellation. It's because that's where, that's kind of like how they determined. Like it's the sun is positioning the earth to like view that constellation at a certain point in the sky. So that when they um, say that it's in, like, when it's in season is when that constellation is in. I guess. And, like, when that constellation is, like, in view, I guess. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then that that's how those dates were determined. Like, you're a Taurus if you're born from this date to this date. Because during that period is when that arrow shooting from the center of the Earth through the center of the sun and out towards into space is pointing at the, the bulb constellation. Got it. So pretty cool. Um, and then in modern times, I, I, I'm kicking myself now because I briefly read over why this is and I ended up forgetting to write it down. But basically, um, I think because of the way the earth has slowly shifted on its axis in the mm -hmm. hundreds and thousands of years since this was determined, you know, it doesn't really match up that way today. But like this was determined, you know, then. So that's that is what it is. Right. So you're not going to find the exact same like alignment today, but we still kind of go by the same idea. So yeah, that's how we got our zodiacs, and I thought it was really interesting. I like the last part with the um, the string that helped. Me. Yeah, isn't that cool? Because I was I want to try to find a video of it, of like there, all the different ones and like it. Maybe there is one. I don't know, but I thought that the article did a good job of explaining like what that meant because when I first read, it was like in the sky and it's positioned by the sun and the earth i was like what and then i'm like you the, and like, i are not science people at all so absolutely this... <laughs> not the visual was really helpful and it was it was fascinating and like ancient civilizations civilizations like just i mean 
It's insane. They're when fascinating. I, Brandon and I, when we went to Mexico a couple of years ago, we went to Chichen Itza, Chichen Itza, and the the math is insane on like these pyramids they would build, and they were really into like snakes. I think was like a war god or something. I don't know. Clearly, I was listening really intently to our guide, but during certain times of the day, the shadow from this stone like pyramid that they built would create a snake shape going down the pyramid and they like built that's it that really way. cool i mean there's all kinds of crazy stuff oh and then there was another thing where you could stand out in front of it and you could clap your hand and it would the sound of your clap would bounce off the pyramid and and it would come back to you but it sounded like a little squawk of like a bird it didn't even sound like your clap it was so weird it was like and it was loud like you just clap like a normal clap and you're standing like 200 feet away from it and your clap bounces back at you loud and it sounds totally different. And they said that that's what they would do. Like if there were enemies coming and they were under attack, that's the warriors smart. would stand out there and clap. And it was it would create this like warning sound for all the people in the village. Totally insane. That is so cool. The Could map, you like talk and, it, and the, the, any sound would echo or is it strictly just clapping? I don't remember. Probably if you – it must be the harsh sound of a clap though. I don't really know. But, um, or maybe like the decibel of a clap once again, so not science people, but it just was so interesting. And then it was so funny because when we like went in to do our tour, we see this group of other tour tourists and they're just standing there clapping and we're just like, what's going on? Like, cause we're like in the bus. <laughs> what are they clapping for? So we're in the bus and we're looking out this window and we're like, what is happening? And then we were doing the same thing. So it's funny. Like all these different tour groups are coming and just standing there like clapping like idiots, but it's <laughs> really cool. Um, oh. So, yeah. That's really cool. I need to, yeah. if we can find a cool video, maybe we'll try to post it so people yeah. can have that visual. So, um, anywho. Oh, of course, this is cosmopolitan. <laughs> <laughs> I, ex- I accept your cookies. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so characteristics for each horoscope. And we're starting with Aries. So Aries is March 21st through April 19th. Aries loves to be number one. So it's no surprise that these audacious rams are the first sign of the zodiac. Bold and ambitious, Aries dives headfirst into even the most challenging situations. So I'm on the cusp because I'm the 21st of April. I know. I saw that and I thought I thought about that. There are certain times that I definitely feel a little more um, a little more Aries and Taurus or I feel like I can take from both because I and right on the edge. And I would think that there's some science, like some truth to that probably. I'm on the, I'm on the cusp with two. So I have yeah. some descriptions on that one also. Yeah. Cause um, I would identify <clears throat> with the, with the diving head first. I don't have to be, I don't, well, I probably love being number one, but I'm not, I don't have to be number you one. You don't have to be. I'm not super competitive. Like I'm you like, would let me win if I oh, was totally. going to cry. Depends on the competition. But I also wouldn't cry cause I don't care about winning. So. Yeah. <laughs> So Taurus is April 20th through May 20th. Taurus is an earth sign represented by the bull. Like their celestial spirit animal, Taurians enjoy relaxing and serene. Is it busolic? I have no idea. Bucolic environments. Just serene environments. Sure. Uh, Surrounded by soft sounds, soothing aromas, and succulent flavors. You do like all of those things, though. Love all of those things. Give me a good bubble bath and some Netflix and I'm a happy gal. And some soothing aromas. Mm -hmm. Gemini, May 21 through June 20th. Have you ever been so busy that you wished you could clone yourself just to get everything done? That's the Gemini experience in a nutshell, appropriately symbolized by the celestial twins. This air sign was 
interested in so many pursuits that it had to double itself. Oh, I understand. Okay. That's Brandon. And it's funny because I don't, I mean, he's a I have a so different feet. one for that one. So yeah. okay. I'll read so that we'll in a second. Because, yeah, I was going to say I could see his him needing to double himself, but not like being interested in so many things that he feels like he has to. So Cancer is June 21st through July 22nd. Cancer is a cardinal water sign. Represented by the crab, this crustacean seamlessly weaves between the sea and shore, representing Cancer's ability to exist in both emotional and material realms. Cancers are highly intuitive, and their psychic abilities manifest in tangible spaces. For instance, Cancers can effortlessly pick up the energies in a room. That sounds nice. (sighs) Sounds really appealing. Sounds like they're good at multitasking. Yeah, it does. Okay, and next, Leo, July 23rd through August 22nd, which I'm on the cusp of this one as well, so we'll go over that in a little bit, but um, roll out the red carpets because Leo has arrived. Leo is represented (laughs) by the lion, and these spirited fire signs are the kings and queens of the celestial jungle. They are delighted to embrace their royal status, vivacious, theatrical, and passionate. Leos love to bask in the spotlight and celebrate themselves. I'm sorry, my what? mom. My mom is going to die because she always says you're so fancy. But I'm not. I know that you say that, but she's so funny. Every time she plays that Iggy Azalea song that's I'm so fancy, she just goes, I just think of Elizabeth. I, that song just not, makes you think of Elizabeth. I am not fancy. Elizabeth, embrace it. You're fancy. You like a good red carpet. It's <sighs> fine. I feel like if there was a red carpet, I would trip over it and then puke on it later. Maybe. (laughs) So Virgo, August 23rd through September 22nd. Virgo is an earth sign historically represented by the goddess of wheat in agriculture. It's very specific. An association that speaks to Virgo's deep-rooted presence in the material world. Virgos are logical, practical, and systematic in their approach to life. The earth sign is... A perfectionist at heart and isn't afraid to improve skills through diligent and consistent practice and then next is libra which is matthew um september 23rd through october okay. 22nd libra is an air sign represented by the scales and this is in parentheses interestingly the only inanimate object of the zodiac it's an association that reflects Libra's fixation on balance and harmony. Libra is obsessed with symmetry and strives to create equilibrium in all areas of life. I don't know. Scorpio. October 23rd through November 21st, Scorpio is one of the most misunderstood signs of the Zodiac. Because of its incredible passion and power, Scorpio is often mistaken for a fire sign. In fact, Scorpio is a water sign that derives in strength from the psychic emotional realm. Hmm. Um, And then Sagittarius is November 22nd through December 21st, represented by the Archer. Sagittarians are always on a quest for knowledge. The last fire sign of the Zodiac, Sagittarius launches its many pursuits like blazing arrows, chasing after geographical, intellectual, and spiritual adventures. I bet they're fun. Yeah. Capricorn, December 22nd through January 19th. The last earth sign of the zodiac. Capricorn is represented by a sea goat, a mythological creature with the body of a goat and tail of a fish. According, accordingly, excuse me, Capricorns are skilled at navigating both the material and emotional realms. Sounds useful. Yeah. Aquarius, January 20th through February 18th. 
Despite the aqua in its name, Aquarius is actually the last air sign of the zodiac. Aquarius is represented by the water barrier, the mystical healer who bestows water or life upon the land. According, accordingly, I can't talk. Aquarius is the most humanitarian astrological sign. And then the last one is Pisces, February 19th through March 20th. Pisces, a water sign, is the last constellation of the zodiac. Didn't they just say that in the last one? Oh, last air sign, sorry. Um, Pisces, a water sign, is the last constellation of the zodiac. It's symbolized by two fish swimming in opposite directions, representing the constant division of Pisces, a tension between fantasy and reality. As the final sign, Pisces has absorbed every lesson, the joys and the pain, the hopes and the fears, learned by all of the other signs. That's nice. Yeah, I like. So you're on the you're on the cusp. Sounds fun. I'm on the cusp of Aries and Taurus. Oh, duh. Which I think sounds about right. Yeah. But so I have some um, more direct characteristics, and I just pulled them for like you, me, Matt, and Brandon. So for you, Taurus, strengthly. Your strengths are you are reliable, patient, practical, devoted, responsible, and stable. And then your weaknesses are you're stubborn, possessive, and uncompromising. I agree with all of those except for <laughs> stable and patient. Yeah, I'm no. not patient. No. And you're kind I of stable. Well, okay. When you're emotionally. Yes, I was going to say when I'm emotionally good. <laughs> I'm like very financially stable and I know that um Tauruses are known for being like really good with money and that's why like Merrill Lynch is the bull. Like oh, where they that from. oh that makes sense. It I'm, I mean but you're me also and I'm gonna I'm gonna re-say what Julie just said. Julie is not by no means rich. We're both balling on a budget, but she's yeah. actually sticking to her budget unlike I do a good more. job. I do a good job. So for Brandon Gemini. His strengths are he's gentle, affectionate, curious, adaptable, ability to learn quickly and exchange ideas. I would agree with all of that. Just 100% agree with that. Yeah. His weaknesses are he's nervous, inconsistent, and indecisive. I don't think he's inconsistent. Very indecisive. I don't think he's inconsistent. I mean, he likes like the same four things. It's like me, Murphy, fishing, and beer, and wine. Right. I mean, those are like in cars, but you know. Um, no, he's pretty consistent, but he is definitely, um, indecisive, like, and, and I'm very decisive. So it's actually a really good match. Cause I can be like, all right, we're just doing this and it's fine. And like, don't overthink it. And I'm just like, go. I also wouldn't say that he's a nervous person. I just think he's nervous when you're driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's definitely nervous when I'm driving. I think he can get a little bit socially nervous cause he's a little bit of an That's introvert. how I get. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see him get, or he gets, he gets apprehensive, like going after something or like, it kind of goes hand in hand with that indecisiveness with him. Like he can be right. like, Ugh, like, do I want to do this? I don't know. And I'm just like, just do it. Like, just go for it. It's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dive it in head first, you know? So um, it's good. And though. then Matt, who's a Libra, his strengths are he's cooperative, diplomatic, gracious, fair-minded, and social. I yes. agree with all those things. And then his weaknesses are he's indecisive, avoids confrontations, will carry a grudge, and self-pity will he really carry a grudge i don't think so i don't think i see him like i've that. never like i've never he's also not indecisive like oh is he i didn't know no that. he's know very he's like i'm probably more indecisive than he is yeah he does avoid confrontation 
So do you. I know. And then I don't agree with the self-pity thing either, so I don't really... I don't know. His strengths are, are spot on, but I would disagree with some I don't know pieces. anyone that really is all... Well, I do know some people. Never mind. I won't say they are. <laughs> so for me, I am on the cusp of Leo and Virgo because I was born on the cusp at right at noon. So sometimes I um, identify more so with Virgo than Leo, but most of the time I would say I identify with Leo. So I just consider myself a Leo. Strengths of Leos are they're creative, passionate, generous, warm-hearted, cheerful, and humorous. 100% agree with all those things. I don't really think the humorous thing and the cheerful thing You don't think you're funny? No. You're hilarious. Oh my God, Elizabeth, shut up. You're so funny. Okay. You're like the funniest person I know. You're like the nicest person I know. Weaknesses, arrogant, <laughs> stubborn, self-centered, lazy, and inflexible. We should start putting these on our resume. What's your sign? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm arrogant. Are... I'm self-centered. I'm lazy. So don't ask me to do shit. I'm inflexible. Yeah, when we're asked, where yeah. are your opportunities of improvement? <laughs> what are your three weaknesses? Well, I'm a Taurus. You know so me. let me be born in March. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then um, I do sometimes identify with Virgo, so I did include this, but we don't have to include it. Um, but its strengths are loyal, analytical, kind, kind, hardworking, and practical. Um, and then weaknesses are shyness, worry, overly critical of self and others, all work, no play. So I feel like I have the strengths of a Leo and I have the weaknesses of a Virgo. Yeah, that could be. Because I worry a lot. I, I'm overly critical of myself. I work way too much. You do work way too much. Yeah. So, and then do should we go into the compatibility of each sign? Like who pairs? Yeah. Up, so who, who are my who, ma- who well? are my who are my matches? Who are so tar- you who had? So you match with not Brandon. Um, <laughs> Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn are likely to, in the quote, was vibe best with other earth and water signs. So Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. So you... What about Aries? What does Aries match with? Aries matches with... So Aries, Leos, and Sagittarius's stereotypically tend to get along best with fire and air signs, which are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. So maybe my Aries comes out when it comes to matching with Brandon because he's a Gemini. Probably. Yeah. Who knows? So... And then I have some really hilarious um, quarantine horoscopes. Oh, um, mine were Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. So, Matt, Brandon, and Aquarius. (laughs) 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 So, yeah. Um, And then I have some funny quarantine horoscopes that I really wanted to go through. And it might be lengthy, but it's worth it. So, strap in. I'm going to take a couple sips for it. I'm ready. I'm sweating so much. Okay. Okay. So we are going to start with some quarantine horoscopes. So this is how the different, this is like what I'm Different personality traits during quarantine. Okay. So we're going to start with. Yeah. Based on your sign. So we're going to start with Aries. Aries is a hoarder extraordinaire. Aries was the first one at the Zodiac's neighborhood super target. Toilet paper and Lysol piled into their carts. You know who's an Aries? Who? Kara Ayers. <laughs> oh, she's already had this shit. She's already yeah. had it stockpiled in her she closet. Was ready. She was ready to go. 
Copper's like pawing at my door. Oh. Um, okay, so next is Capricorn. Work from home just means they don't have to interrupt their day with silly human rituals like lunch and rest. Also, just realize they can send emails while they deep condition. What? <laughs> if they put the, if they put their phone in a plastic bag and bring it into the sh- I do that. I uh, yeah. Put their phone into a plastic bag and bring it into the shower. A hundred percent. That's good. Okay, Aquarius. Deep dives into conspiracy theories and or spends all day reading the news while biting their nails. Oh, that's me. Not the conspiracy theories thing, just the biting the nails. Just the biting of the nails. (laughs) Next is Libra. Paralyzed by inertia. Sighs around the house like the heroine of a lesbian Victorian romance who is forlorn about her doomed romance. Spends government stimulus check on dank indica? Indica? I don't know. Hold on, let me see. I-N-D-I-C-A. Finish the sentence. Spends government stimulus check on dank dank indica and a vibrator that doubles as a statement ring. That's basically Matt, but female, maybe? (laughs) I don't know what indica is. Indica? Indica? I have no idea. Paralyzed by inertia? We're going to call it (laughs) self-care. It says that that they would try their hand at watercolor painting a a self-portrait that expresses their emotional sense of self while in a semi-reclined position. Matt's the... Matt is a Libra, right? Yeah. Oh my god. That's great. Okay, Pisces. Pisces is inappropriately intimate and excessive in the office group text. Obsessively thinks about their crush and lets their crush know about these thoughts. When said crush responds with, oh, that's sweet of you, instead of an equivalent outpouring, Pisces feels humiliated and rejected, deletes crush's contact information, and reactivates Tinder immediately. Oh, my God. Somebody please email us or tweet us or message us on some form of social media how your Bumble is going because I need to know what quarantine Tinder is like. like? It's got to be like Zooms. I was talking to my girlfriend Ashley the other day and I was like, how's Hinge going? And she was like, I don't know these guys. I'm not going to go to your house and sit in your driveway. I'm also not going to like meet you on the corner of a street and stand six feet away from you and like wave at you from a distance she's like it's the dumbest thing i've ever done and i was like oh um so we just did pisces right yeah we're on virgo so now we're on virgo wait read the learning zone for virgo okay so the nitpickingest nitpicker that ever slid into your dms to police your punctuation on a heartfelt Instagram caption in which you incorrectly used a semicolon. See, that one doesn't have anything to do with coronavirus, but the learning zone kind of does. Instead of berating others for their inferior command of being a human, learning Virgos take their thirst for order and apply it to organizing their own lives and downloading the host of health tracking apps. Also probably trains their cat to use the toilet, like the internet says it's possible, apparently. (laughs) Oh so God. they're just Marie condoing everything in their apartment. I suppose so. Scorpio divides their time monitoring the many internet fights they are wagging. 
waging O <laughs> divides their time monitoring the mini the many internet fights they are waging in myriad comments sections and texting their ex erotic videos of themselves peeling and eating clementines. Creeps on all their enemies from burner accounts and does not actively engage in malicious or petty schemes. Is that just on a this. is that just like on a t- regular day? I guess so. That's terrifying. I don't want to know any Scorpios. Yeah, that is frightening. Sagittarius wakes the household up with a bugle, which is a horn. Okay, a bugle. Right. Wears a whistle. Will use the whistle. Shouts corrections to strangers on the street who are who are four point five feet apart. Rather than the requisite six. That's great. Designs indoor scavenger hunt, turns all the bananas that were originally meal prepped for boring oatmeal into extra sweet and fun banana bread. That's awesome. So fun. Such fun banana bread. Okay, Taurus. Takes five naps a day and instead of cooking any... (laughs) How many did you take? Look, I don't have a job. How many did you take today? None. I didn't take any today yet. But it's a little late for that. It is 5.26 But normally I do take quite a few naps. Takes yeah, five naps a day, and instead of cooking any of those dried beans they bought, they're single-handedly keeping their neighborhood <laughs> restaurants afloat. The Hitachi is worn out of all of its Netflix and is now considered, quote, recently watched. What is Hitachi? You never had a Hitachi? No. What is that? It's like a 90s... Um, little game it's like a digital game i'll send it to you no that's a tamagotchi oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what a hitachi is i don't either anyway okay um so and then gemini wins award for most time glued to their screen in a haze of unfulfilling scrolling and shit posts beats out teenagers TikTok stars and Donald Trump for said title. Still on their phone a lot, but keeps a little notebook so they can jot down the brilliant ideas that comes to them as they scroll. This doesn't apply to Brandon because he's working. It's like, but yeah, is Brandon doing TikToks and you're just not sending them to me? Maybe. <laughs> oh. Um, Leo ignores social distancing guidelines because they feel like it. Because they feel like it. And uh, because no strangers have stopped them on the street to compliment their shoes since February. And they will not be ignored. <laughs> this is not me. No, it's not. That I haven't. Like I've, you. like, been refusing to see people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do their best with social distancing. Stages avant-garde tableau vivants in their window to attract the gaze of passersby. Hopes to be featured in a New Yorker article for their ever... None of these are you. That's not me. Okay, Virgo. Virgo? Cancer. Oh, where am I? Cancer. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) No one knows. What? We haven't heard from them in weeks. We know they're doing okay because they're still logged onto their YouTube account and they're watching steady stream of Bon Appetit videos and listening to hours of binarial beats. Also, we'll text you back if you're sad. Stop. 
Okay, those are pretty good. Although yours wasn't accurate, mine was Mine was not. Spot. I need to reread Virgo and like see if that was me. Mine or no, was wait. Spot on. Like you're working more than I am right now, so you're still you still have some normalcy. You have not gone into like quarantine craziness. Oh, another one that says uh, Virgo is the unofficial organizational mastermind for the apartment building. Slips surveys into everyone's mailboxes with like check you. boxes for things they need. I do organizes a beautiful minimalist website where people can volunteer to help each other out. Okay, that's me. That sounds I would like do that. You. Yeah, you would. So, anyways, oh, those are hilarious. Um, also, on a side note, totally off topic of um, horoscopes, but going back to our mini-sode from Tuesday, mm-hmm. I listened to some of Grimes' music. I don't hate it. I have You're nothing to say to you. Judging me. <laughs> <laughs> I have absolutely nothing to say to you. It's kind of cool space music, okay? I don't know. It's like... Not Zetus Lapidus level, so I have nothing to do with it. It's not Supernova Girl for sure, but nothing will ever surpass that classic pop hit. I wonder if she's still out there in outer space. Xenon or Grimes? Yeah. Both. <laughs> Both. They probably know each other. I don't know. I don't know. But the uh, the constellations are out there in space, and I think this was an interesting little I guy. learned a lot. I, I learned a lot, actually. I love the string thing. Have you ever been asked, what's your sign? Oh, yeah. All the time. At a or bar? people honestly... Like, have, has someone ever tried to, like, pick you up? Like, a pickup line? Have no. they ever been like, what's your sign? No. I've never gotten a weird pickup line. Actually. I've given weird pickup lines. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're... <laughs> uh, you didn't do it right, but it's fine. It doesn't okay. matter anymore. I'm good. You're good now. But I, yeah, I've never, I never got any weird pickup lines. I don't think that I can recall. Um, I did have a guy tell me that I didn't have any eyebrows, which is true. It's, he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. They're really, really, really faint. Like very light blue They're not eyebrows. there. And if I don't draw them on, then they're just non-existent. I look like an alien. Did you just hear Copper? Yeah, he's trying to get in there. He's laying on the door. His full body. <gasps> hello. Hello. He says, I do a good oh, shake hello. shake. Oh, hello. You want to sit and see Aunt Julie? Hi, okay. Copper. What's your sign? Hello. His, his gotcha day was Memorial Day weekend, so he's a Gemini. He's a, he's a Gemini like Brandon. Murphy's was like August 7th, so what is that? Prop Leo, right? Hmm... Seventh. It's like the seventh or the eighth. Oh yeah, he's a Leo. Murphy's a Leo for sure. Or... He does he does want people to compliment his shoes. Oh my god. That's so accurate. And he's so pissed that nobody's complimented him. Avant-garde. Yeah. He's definitely hoping for an article in the New Yorker for sure. So I don't know. Anyways. Right. Well Copper is signing signing off. Okay. <laughs> um I follow know. us. Don't step on the computer. Oh god. <gasps> copper okay okay you are fired you are no longer the intern for the podcast get out of here ow okay we're done we're done follow us on twitter at spaghetti underscore heads follow us on instagram at spaghetti heads podcast and email us at spaghetti heads podcast at outlook.com if you have questions comments feedback or any of the above
Give it to us. That's right. right. Cheers. Cheers.